Welcome to Chasing the Yield for September 13th, 2023. I have no idea what episode I'm on. I didn't even write it down. Um, I missed my uh, Monday window. I intended on releasing these every Monday, but it doesn't look like that's going to work out. So I'm going to see. I'm going to... Um, um, you know, try to change the schedule to maybe it's Tuesday, but I realize it's Wednesday. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm doing a few other of these podcasts. I'm trying to figure out how to do them all on a, on a regular basis. Um, without, without uh, missing, missing too many days. Cause it takes, uh, it takes a little time to put these together. <laughs> it turns out, uh, you know, not only just figuring out, you know, what I want to talk about for that day, but also um, just kind of putting all the pieces together, you know, recording and creating the RSS feed and all that kind of stuff. Because I'm doing this all self, self-hosting, self-creating the RSS feed. I'm not using any other services. Uh, I use Sovereign Feeds. You go to SovereignFeeds.com to create the RSS file. Um, and I'm using, you know, WordPress as my software for the blog and I'm using Audacity to record and all my MP3 files, they get self-hosted on, I, I, on the same service I use for my blog. So, um, it's called DreamHost. So, you know, I'm, I'm not using any automated services, uh, to make it easier for me. I just want to know how... You know, I'm more interested in how the process works um, because really podcasting should be like blogging where it's totally independent and not um, not deplatformable, if that's a word. And it's not like I'm talking about anything controversial here, uh, you know, but I don't know. And I, I'm not really, I'm not making money off of this. You know, I'm not looking for ad revenue. I don't know if anybody would ever even want to advertise on something like this, but um, it's more just for my own personal uh, entertainment and understanding of how, how the technologies work. And Podcasting 2.0, they've come out with a lot of new technologies that um, surrounding podcasting that has never been available before to just your average everyday person. Uh, for example, I started a, a new podcast called Sats and Sounds. That's called. Uh, it's spelled S A T S A N D S O U N D S. Sats and Sounds, and you can go to satsandsounds.com. And what that is, it's, it's a music show, and I'm doing like a quick hit, three tracks music show, and it, it's totally value for value. So when you're listening to the music, if you're using uh, one of the new podcast apps that support uh, value for value. Uh, and what do they call them? Value time splits. That you have your your wallet loaded up with um, with Bitcoin, and then all the all the money, all the sats that get streamed while the music is playing goes directly to the artist. So it's it's a, and I believe that this could be coming to blogging as well, where as you read a story or consume a story some direct payments go straight to the blogger. So these are all, all new technologies, and I'm just interested in how they're working, so that's why I do this. Anyway, we get to uh, what this podcast is supposed to be about, chasing the yield. 
and uh, dividend investing and um, dividend investing for income. So the one that I have now is a stock that I hold. It's called Dominion Energy, and they wrapped up their strategic review. And um, what is happening with uh, Dominion Energy is that now their their payout ratio is going to be above their target. And what that means is that, you know, it, it could mean that that might make their um, ability to pay dividends a little bit more risky, um, but it also it also may not. So um, they've been in the energy business for a long time, since 1898. They're one of the biggest utility companies in the U.S. They serve about 7 million customers roundabouts in Virginia, North and South Carolina, Ohio, and Utah, and they serve uh, electricity and gas. They have a steady, predictable income um, because they're regulated. They're a regulated utility, and, and regulated utilities are basically monopolies monopolies that are controlled by the government. Uh, they spend a lot of money. They maintain, you know, to build, maintain power plants, transmission lines, distribution networks. And in turn, the government limits competition by deciding which companies can build those power plants. So, you know, government-regulated utilities basically... Uh, a monopoly in the areas which they serve. So their main business is a uh, is there is Virginia Electric and Power, which uh, makes more than half of its profits, half of Dominion's profits, and that operates in Virginia and North Carolina, two states that have good regulatory environments, according to a research group called RRA. Uh, these states where Dominion operates, they have Fast-growing populations, businesses which make the regulators want to encourage more infrastructure spending by giving higher returns on capital and allowing higher electric rates over time. South Carolina, where Dominion has its next biggest business, is also one of the fastest-growing states in the country. This helps them grow um, their income more organically, and uh, most of their utilities have good relationships with the re- with the regulators, so they have really good prospects for growth. And even though Dominion operates in these um, utility friendly states, they still had to cut their dividend in back in 2020. And um, I started my investment after that, which um, was part of the reason why I did. Um, after they did cut their uh, dividend, it made their dividend look safer because um, they had a um, a better ratio with which to pay that dividend. But that ended their long history of paying dividends without interruption for over 90 years. So previously, they've had a really good track record, and I think that's something that they're going to want to continue. Um, and it happened because um, the sector that they that, that made about 25% of their profits at the time was their natural gas business. And without that cash flow, they would have paid out more than 100% of their income as dividends, which simply wasn't sustainable, so they they lowered it. But by selling their natural gas business, they became a more focused company. And they, that after that point, they had uh, one of the best growth rates in the industry. So now, um, at least after at that point, they 
had plans to continue to increase their dividend by 6% every year until 2026. So they went under a strategic review to improve their business. And the review involved selling some of their assets, such as their stake in a gas liquefaction facility, which had already agreed to sell to Berkshire Hathaway for $3.3 billion. However, the outcome of the review is still, or was still uncertain, uh, was uncertain and could affect the company's dividend and safety growth prospects. They withdrew their earnings guidance for the year and said it will share the results of the review by the end of the quarter. Uh, they also reaffirmed their commitment to maintain their current dividend, which has a high payout ratio, near 65%. Dominion, their stock trades at a low valuation compared to its peers and has an attractive portfolio of regulated and renewable assets. Um, so right now I'm keeping my stake in Dominion and not making any changes, but uh, there was more news that came out. And let me see, what did I get here? Okay, yeah, Dominion Energy, they did accept an offer, roughly one-third of the company's market cap from Enbridge. And Enbridge is an oil and gas storage and transportation company in Canada. So they agreed to purchase all three of Dominion's natural gas utilities based in Ohio, North Carolina, and parts of the western U.S. The sale was part of the long-term, the year-long strategic review to unlock shareholder value, create a higher, higher quality earnings, and become a more focused regulated utility primarily in Virginia and South Carolina. Um, Enbridge will assume... $4.6 billion of, Dominion, of Dominion's debt as part of the transaction and pay cash considerations of $9.4 billion. Dominion intends to use the estimated $8.7 billion after tax proceeds to pay down their debt, similar to the sale proceeds from the divestiture of Cove Point gas liquefaction facility earlier in the summer for $3.3 billion. So the, and the reason this is kind of disjointed is that these stories kind of came back to back as I had originally wanted to talk about uh, Dominion and their dividend intentions through their strategic review. And then the story came out that they actually sold their natural gas facilities to Enbridge. And Enbridge, I also, um, so for, for me personally, this is almost like a, like an asset swap or, you know, I'm just one hand shifting the other because I own stock in Enbridge and I own stock in Dominion. So if, uh, let's see. If Dominion follows through with their stated deleveraging, their total debt load will be reduced by one-third, and it will result in an improved leverage ratio near 5x that should stabilize their credit rating. So management, uh, management has com uh, communicated plans to keep the current dividend at current levels despite the lost earnings from the utilities. Um, as a result, their, their payout ratio will settle at around 85%, suggesting the dividend will likely be frozen at least a few years until earnings uh, growth returns the payout ratio near their target of 65%. They've hinted at a positive growth outlook, and um, 
pointing to the proliferation of artificial intelligence and electric vehicles as key drivers. That part I don't like. I mean, I don't know what AI has to do with the utility business and what that's going to do uh, for anything. Um, electric vehicles as key drivers is obvious where they're supplying electricity and an increase in electric vehicles means that um, there's going to be more people using using uh, their grid. So they're supposed to host an analyst day in the next few months and share more detailed outlook, including updated earnings guidance at that time. So at this point, I'm just kind of sitting pat and waiting to see what happened. Now over on the Enbridge side, they're North America's largest midstream energy company. And they're set to become the continent's biggest natural gas provider with their acquisition of Dominion Energy's utility networks servicing Ohio, North Carolina, and parts of the western U.S., which is Utah. That nearly doubles their uh, regulated utility footprint, currently concentrated in Ontario, Canada, and it creates a more predictable and diversified earnings stream. They're going to pay, as uh, stated before, $9.4 billion in cash and assume $4.6 billion of Dominion's debt the f uh, to finalize the transaction there. Approval, pending approval from mul multiple regulatory bodies, including the FTC and the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States. The investment represents a wager on the continued relevance of natural gas as a transitional energy source as the U.S. and Canada look to reduce fossil fuel usage in the fight against climate change. Uh, let's see, the market reacted to the proposal by pushing Enbridge's stock down uh, 5% on the announcement, uh, roughly in line with the expected dilution, they said, from an announced $2.9 billion share offering to help finance the transition. Uh, Enbridge believes the firm's post-transaction -transa leverage ratio will remain its goal within its goal of 45 to 5x, and for the acquired utilities to be um uh to keep the uh i'm sorry to keep the uh paying the ratio keeping the payout ratio near their their target of between 60 to 70 percent uh management reiterated during an investor call uh enbridge's commitment to their dividend which has been paid out without interruption for 70 years and the dividend's nearly 30 year growth streak is expected to continue payouts growing in line with cash flow in the mid-single-digit range. Um, so right now, let's see. As of this recording, Enbridge, they are paying out a 7.85% yield, and Dominion is paying out 0.61% yield. So... Um, I hold them both, and we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it all works out, and they just continue continue paying out. Now I had now I guess I'll cover that on the next week. Um, it's actually the recap from August, but. Um, I have to put that information together. It should be relatively short because there's not too much that really happened in August. Plus, I was doing a lot of traveling. But uh, that's it for this week, and I will talk to you next time around.